Blog Talk Radio. All right, all right, all right, all right. This is Elder G. Bazaar, Watchman on the Wall, End Time Radio Ministry. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. In the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we are here to give you the good news, the good news, the good news, the good news, the wonderful news, the extraordinary news, the unique news, and that is the Lord Jesus Christ is getting ready to come back to this old earth, and he's going to straighten out all this mess that's going on in the world today. Christ is going to straighten out, but before he straightens it out, amen, the world has to go through a seven-year judgment. A seven-week, a seven-year judgment called the tribulation period. We got brother, brother Tim Jackson with us today. Amen. He's gonna come on in here after I give prayer, and he's gonna talk about Lucifer. I said, well, there ain't no, that's something to talk about because he is the devil himself, and he is working to destroy souls. That's his main culprit. Destroy souls. Amen. So we're here to let you know. Amen. He's out like a lion, seeking who he may devour. Amen. At this time, I want you to bow your heads. Oh, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you, Lord, once again in your wonderful name, the name that's above every name, because at the name of Jesus, every knee is going to bow, every tongue is going to confess. We are here to let you know, amen, we want to preach your word in season and now season when people don't want to hear it, when they do want to hear it. But whatever it is, the word of God is going to go out as a mighty sword. And we're here tonight, Lord, to preach your word, not my word, not some word from somewhere else, but from your word, the Bible, the B-I-B-L-E. Amen. We ask you to let your Holy Spirit, Lord, speak to our hearts, speak to your word, speak in any way that you know how to speak to us that we can warn the people. Jesus yes, Christ Lord. is actually coming back again. I'm telling you the truth, nothing but the truth. Amen. I put my life on the line. Amen. And let you know he's well, coming back. I believe this year. I believe it. It may not look Amen. like he's coming back, but, man, let me tell you, Bible prophecy is already at the table. Man, the devil is getting ready to have a feast, amen, on souls that reject the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We're going to give it over to Brother Tim Jackson, amen, been preaching for about 27 years, amen, man knows the word, amen, lives the word, amen, and I met him about, oh, whoa, man, that's 2012, and we be on, been on the radio I've been down there in the Buck, Texas, amen, running the little revival, amen. We got together, and we was talking about what the, what the Lord's getting ready to do, amen. And that mm-hmm. is to get ready to come and get to church. So what we're going to do, what he's going to do, he's going to give you an outline, an outline on old Lucifer, old Slewfoot, amen. He, he's a dirty dog. So at this time, yeah. Brother Tim Jackson, come on, man, tell me something from the Word of God. Amen, brother. All glory be to the most high God. Amen. We're grateful <clears throat> for the opportunity. I'm grateful to the most high God to be here. Now, just think about that heat in Texas, brother. It's been, uh, it's uh, this past week, we got, we, amen, we got, we've been getting over 110 degrees, brother. Yes, sir, 112, buddy. 110. Yes, sir. Man, I don't know what to, yes, sir, I don't know what to tell you. If you ain't never been hot, Man, man, man! When that sun get get that, those degrees get to reaching over 110, and, excuse me, 105 in the shade and 95 to 100 at night. Lord have mercy. Hey, man, you can rest assured it is hot. It's hot. Man, let me tell you, it, brother, it is hot. 
Let me tell you how hot it is. It's so hot that when you come in from outside, you could be outside just for a few minutes. When you come in on the inside, it takes some time for that heat to get off your body. I'm talking about that heat is like it's stuck on you. That is so hot. Hey, man, I'm, man, I'm telling you. But I tell people all the time, I'll take a 100-degree day any day over 32 degrees or 20-degree day any day. Hey, man, I don't like being cold. You've already said it before. Hey, man, I just don't like being cold. Hey, man. Hey, man. But I say that to say this. Hey, man. Thinking about how hot it is. Lord, have mercy. I'm telling you, man, when you get in your car, my gosh, you can't help but to say, my gosh, it's hot. Man, hot. you can't. You have to be careful what you touch in that car. Yes, sir. The steering wheel is hot. The armrest is hot. Hey, man, hot. Both sides. Hey, and we'll say it again. Seat hot. Seat is hot. That's right. You got le- oh, man, if you got leather seats. Man, it is so you you get the little window covers, but man, it is so hot here in Texas. Man, I'm man, man, man. You have to be careful getting in the car. It is it is hot. You burn yourself. And I and I think about a lot of times the pain and suffering that people who reject God will go Come through. On. All Come on now, preacher. Man, and I remember the elder said the other week. He said, I think he believed he was boiling some fish or something. Yeah. Man. Man, man, man. And you're talking about pain. I'll tell you right now, I can't think of any other pain in the world that I know. I could be wrong. You're quite sure you can probably find some, I guess. But I'm just talking about that you would experience probably more regular than not than something being hot. Because we burn ourselves on the stove. We burn ourselves with the iron. We burn ourselves to hot water. Amen. And I'm going to tell you right now, it is not something that you can withstand. The other pain that we endure is always gradual pain. If you know it's always gradual pain. But fire, anything with high temperature, is pain. It's so instant that as soon as it touches, you jump. You jump. You jump. You're going to move. I don't know nobody who is not expecting something hot to touch them, and they not jump. It, it's, it's automatic. You're going to jump. And you, you jump, think, brother. Amen. You better know you will. If you don't, you must not you be here. You must jump. be dead. Amen. Amen. I'm not cutting in on you. What, what makes it so treacherous in Revelation in the last three and one half years, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the sun is going to get so hot, it's actually going to cook. It's going to cook the human race. You know, mm. you're, going, you're going to fry from the heat of the sun because God's going to turn up the heat on the wicked. And Lord, so I'm, I'm saying now, if you don't know what hot is, the uh, the last part of the tribulation period is going to be hot as hell. And folks are going Lord, to still what? People are still are going to rebel against God Almighty. So it's just a warm-up now. And so men souls better get right. Go ahead, brother. Amen. Amen. That to me, that's mind blowing, brother. That's what you call a reprobate mind. A mind that's so hard headed. No matter what happens, no matter what happens, the person yeah. don't want to change. That's how you know people are bound for hell. That's sad. 
That's like that's do do you know that's why God I've asked this question, I'm sure everybody out there that's listening to this show has asked the same question. Would God punish man for all eternity for this short time, for this twenty years, twenty one years, for this thirty years, this forty years, this fifty years, sixty years, seventy, eighty, nine hundred, one ten, one twenty? Would God punish you? For all eternity, for that short time, brother. Yeah. I've, I've, I've thought about this years and years and years. I've always come to the conclusion: yes. You want to know why? Number one, God hates sin. Come Number on. two, sin is rebellion against the Most High God. And if you Come rebel on. against God, see, people don't understand what a rebellious spirit is. To rebel means to Go against Not only just to go against But to want to overthrow See when you All let right. people rebel against the government It's a coup They want to overthrow They know that they no longer are happy Or want to live by the laws of the land The structure of the land They say you know what We don't like this We want to overthrow That's what happened to Lucifer Satan And he encouraged these other angels But then they received A lot of people don't get that They rebelled Against the most high God. God, we don't like this. We don't like bowing down to you every day, all day. You got angels that that since you created them, that's all they do is praise you. And they and you and you got got and, and you don't have them praise you for all eternity, but they making a choice to just praise you for all eternity. Satan, Lucifer wanted free will. God Come gives on, you free will choice. Amen, amen. You better know he gives you free will choice. But Lucifer wants the free will to break away from serving God, and he just wants to be he wants to be God himself. himself. Yes, sir. Yes. Do sir. you know how evil that is? That Let me is. give you an example of how or how evil that is. Your father and your mother, and I have to start with the father first, because what people don't understand is the the seed of life is really in the man. See, they don't teach yeah. that. They don't teach it in school that much, and they don't they don't preach it in church at all. The seed of life was actually through who? Adam. The man. He instructed the man. He instructed Adam to what? Go and multiply the earth. That's why you can have one man, amen, and he can multiply what? Through many women. Hear yeah. what I'm saying. Amen. Hear what I'm saying? Don't, 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 don't get all confused. Don't get into all, well, man, probably with one woman. Hear what I'm saying. We understand that, but hear what I'm saying. If need be, you could take one man and he could seed 100 women, and in one year, he could produce 100 plus children. Did you hear Come me? on, preacher. But if you take 100 men and one woman, how many seed is she going to produce? Only one woman going to get pregnant. I don't care if she have a say of 100 men. She's only going to get pregnant by how many men? One man. Here is wisdom. God put the seed of mankind in man. Yeah. This is what Lucifer was trying to destroy. He was trying to stop Christ from coming. Lord, how much y'all not hearing me? He tried to stop Christ because he knew if he could stop Christ, he wants to rule this planet. Lord, how much. I'm Come so on, glad he preacher. did. He, do you know that we would have killing, suffering, raping, murdering, molestation, killing, 
robbery, thievery, organ harvesting, prostitution, whoring. Come on. Oh, my gosh. We would have to deal with this for all eternity. And the sad thing would be it would be a, a never-ending curse. Do you hear what I'm saying? Who Come on, preacher. For this earth to go on for thousands, tens of thousands, and millions of years is nothing but death and despair and lose Come on. Lord, how Come much on. I would. I, you may want to live like that. You, I, I don't. Because you want to no, know what? No. It's Lucifer's rule. And when he gets yeah. tired of you, you entertaining him, he can just kill you. You just dead in hell for all eternity. Lord, have mercy. I would yes. want that. I am so glad that God sent his son, that Christ is merciful. Amen. You better Amen, know it. Brother. He was merciful enough to come to the planet, to come down here for little old me, for little old Tim Jackson. He came come down on, here preacher. for me. Little old nasty, no good for nothing. Me, I thank you oh, for it. Amen. Amen. Hey, 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 hey. Don't get ahead of yourself because guess what? You're a nasty, no good for nothing person, too. No we all are. The Bible says we are all as what? Filthy rat. You got something walk around that like you don't use the bathroom. Come on, Come now. On. You use Come the bathroom on, just like up. I do. You got to clean your body every day just like I do. You got to wash and clean your mouth every day just like I do. You got to groom and keep this body up. You got to eat just like I do. You got to drink just like I do. And you bleed just like me. You are Come no on, better than me, up. and I am no better than you. What did Paul say? Amen. Uh-huh. Amen. He said, there is none without sin. No, none. not one. We are all, he said, Jew and Gentile. Under sin, but you got folks who are the earth. Amen. Like we used to say back in the day, you want to act like you don't stink. Get out of here. We all stink. Amen. Let's Girl, just tell the yes truth. Yes, we do. Amen. Yes, you we let's do. just tell. don't take a bath for two or three days. And see how you get to smelling. Don't go no week. Lord have mercy. You no, can't you stand don't. yourself after a whole week and not take no bath. You can't be around yourself. Amen. Some folks can't be around themselves two or three days without taking the bath. Let's just be real. Amen. But I'm be so real. glad that God sent His only begotten Son Ooh. that we have the victory. Did y'all hear what I said? We got Come the on. victory. Lord have mercy. Amen. Amen. Going back, going back to the beginning. Amen. When Lucifer and the fallen angels decided to rebel against God. Uh, Almighty. Almighty God. Can you imagine that? He created you. Think of your mom and your daddy. It's as bad as disrespecting your parents, going up against you. But this is why the Bible says, honor your father and your mother all the days of your, your life. Yes, sir. Don't disrespect your parents. Don't talk back. Don't talk about them. Don't be ugly. Don't be mischief towards them. But to honor your father and your mother. Do you think Lucifer and the fallen angels did that? That they honored God? No, they did not. No, God, they did I not. Tolerate this. Amen. God, I won't tolerate this nonsense. You all got to go. Amen. 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 You, you, amen. You ain't got to stay here, buddy, but you got to get out of here. Amen. 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 You got to find somewhere else to go. So what did God do? Amen. He had Michael and them. God put them all out of heaven. He said, you can't be here. This is where the Holy the whole, God, Yahweh, come the on, Father, come the, on, Son, the Holy Spirit is here. God said, I won't tolerate this. So what did he cast Lucifer? Nope. And the fallen angels down to. 
he cast them out of heaven into the outer darkness. Amen. Because remember what Paul yes, said. Did. Paul said the third heaven is where he is. Amen. Above the stars, the galaxy, the heaven is beautiful. It's nothing but light. Darkness nowhere is beautiful. Amen. Beautiful. Even though Lucifer did what he did, heaven is still beautiful, still gorgeous. Go ahead. Amen. Where did he cast them down? Lucifer originally fell down to what? Earth. Luke 10, 18, Christ said, I beheld Lucifer as lightning. Amen. He said that he struck the earth. And if you go back yes, to Genesis, the first chapter, I believe it's verse 2 or 3. Can't remember yeah. exactly which one it is, but he said that the earth became void. That word came, became in the, in the Hebrew translates to was, and the earth was void. Now, how, how, what do you mean it was? If it was something, that means that it was something else before it was. Meaning that it was perfect before it was void. That's what it means. That when Lucifer hit the earth, he destroyed the planet. That's how hard God kicked him out of heaven. He destroyed the planet. Excuse me. He destroyed the planet. So God had to rebuild the earth. Amen. He had to restore the earth. Yes, sir. And the first time the earth was going to be uh, fixed, amen, in, in, the, in Revelation, the 21st chapter. He's going to fix it again. He had to fix Thank it back you, in the day. Amen. Amen. He had to fix it because of what Lucifer did, him being hard That's what he done. So Amen. He was hard So God had to restore the earth. And this time he made a beautiful garden, and he put man in it. And Lucifer was mad that God had made man in his image. As the scripture says, what art man that thou art mindful of him? In oh, other words, what yeah. is man that you would make him look like you? The nerve, the audacity for you to make a man that looks a being Come on, that looks like you. Oh, Lucifer and the fallen angels was mad because they don't look like man. God. And he already wants to be like God. He didn't look like God. So now he's really mad. He's really upset. He wants to know why this man is on his planet. And he was given domain to rule what? You mean to tell me not only that you create a being that look like you, Similar like you, act like you, but you didn't gave him rulership. Oh man, Lucifer was oh, on fire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it caused him. Oh, he was. And then watch this. Watch this. He made him a help me. Oh, you know who Lucifer? He went to town. He wasn't. He just could. He was just beside. He said, "Wait a minute. He didn't got to help me, the woman." Oh, Lucifer. He became a serpent. And went into the garden of Eden. Yes, he did. And he talked to the woman. Yes, he, he did. He told you won't surely die. No. That's how, that's how loser. He's subtle. He, you see, he always, oh, it's okay. Drink, man, drink all them drinks. Yeah, you all right. Ain't nothing going to happen. Hey, you, man, you'll make it home. Ain't no law going to put you all. Go ahead and drink that. Man, smoke that dough. Smoke that. You don't even know what's in that stuff. The devil's just in that. Man, go ahead and smoke, smoke that. Man, smoke whatever that is. Ain't nothing bad going to happen. You know how many people smoke stuff and die? You yeah. know how many people are drunk too much alcohol, got drunk and died, never made yeah. it home? This is, the, this is what the devil do. He's the father of lies. Lord, have mercy. Come on, preacher. And he deceived Adam and Eve in the garden. They gave up to the title deed to the planet. Give it up. Yeah. Not to the Garden of Eden, because God said, no, you can't have the Garden of Eden. Garden of Eden 
Amen. It was a special place. It had the, the tree of life and the tree of knowledge. It was a special place to God. And that's why he had to put it in the earth. He had to hide it. Amen. He had to hide it. Come on. And Come so, on. Amen. He had to put the cherubims on, on, on each side to guard it. So nothing can come in and nothing can go out. That's that's amazing. That's a beautiful story. That's an amazing story. Now watch this. When we fast forward, amen, we fast forward to the book of Revelation. I believe it's Revelation 12 and 9. All right, come it's on. It's about Lucifer fought and his angels. Michael, his angels, and the angels of God fought. And there you go again. Lucifer lost the battle. He's cast out of space. Right now, Lucifer's up in space. He's causing havoc throughout the universe. He's doing Lord knows what. Because you want to know why? <laughs> you want to know why? Remember the Come fallen on. angels that came down and made it with women? And they created beings, men of renown, supermen, uh, uh, marble men, the incredible Hulk men, the Black Panther man. They made the Iron Man. They oh, made my the uh, Thor man. Amen. 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 Come All these superheroes that these folks be worshiping and, and watching on big screen Marvel heroes and DC heroes, Batman and Robin type people, Catwoman, these folks who, who had they had such intelligence that, 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 that they can create machines and machines. They can make themselves Come on, do certain up. things. Witchcraft is what it was. And some of them were so strong and just knowledgeable. Some had more strength than knowledge. Some had more knowledge than strength. Lord, have mercy. Get this word today because you're not going to get it in your local church. Not too no, much. No, you aren't. You no, ain't going to get this in your local church. They ain't no, you aren't. This. Them pastors, look at you crazy. You go to preaching this in them churches. Them pastors will put you out. Brother, put what you, you talking out. about? Thug, Thor man and hug man and Man, the flash and men. The Bible these <laughs> were, on, a, a man. These were what? Men of renown. All Lord right. have mercy. Don't you know that, that, that all throughout history, all the pagan histories, all the way back to Babylon and before, worship these beings as gods. That's and what God. they call them. Little G-O-D-S, gods. Gods of the universe, masters of the universe. I remember this little old TV show, cartoon show, come on when I was a kid. It's called He-Man, masters, He-Man, masters of the universe. These were men of renown. Where do you think they get this stuff from? You can't make this stuff up. We no, ain't that can't. intelligent that smart to make this stuff. I can't make it up. I'm going to speak for myself. I can't make it up, but I know the rest of y'all can't make it up either. That's but right. this is what's happening in the world. This is what's happening. This is what yes, happened. Yes, it is. All these religions worship and praise these false demonic gods. Demonic gods, brother. Look, amen. Demonic. Luciferians. Luciferians. And they, and, they, and they curse God all day and all night. They mad. They curse God because God put them out. They couldn't have no rule. And the fallen angels were weaker than the angels of God. Woo! Did you just hear what I said? The yeah. Lucifer and the fallen angels were weaker than the angels of God. Why would you want to be on the side of the devil? Why? Don't you want to be on the winning side? You see how much he loses? He didn't got cast out of heaven. Amen. He's about to be cast down to earth. Amen. In the great tribulation. 
And then from there, he's going to be cast down what? Into the bottomless pit, hell itself. And we all know know the end of the story. In Revelation, I think it's the twenty chapter, verse ten. What's going to happen? Yeah, before? you got it. You he's got going it. to be cast down into the lake of fire lake and of brimstone, with burns day and night, and you'll get no rest. Oh Lord, have mercy. How why would you want to? Why would you want to be a part of something like that? Torment day and night, like the brother said the other week on the show. Man, that fire, that grease is be so high. I know what he's talking about. The grease, the water be so hot, grease be so hot. Man, you can't even stand it even a millisecond. As soon as it touches you, jump. You can't stand that on your skin for a split second. And you want, you can't endure that type of heat one minute. You will lose, you will literally lose your mind if you yes, could so, continuously burn. I remember when I used to live back in the metro in Dallas, there was this lady, uh, she had bars in her house, and somehow... I don't know if she was asleep or what, but her house caught on fire. And the people on the news were neighbors were just told they could just hear in the house screaming for people to come get her, come help. And they couldn't because she had boils on them. They couldn't break in. She had boils on them. said, all they could do is just watch her just burn and just hear her just screaming. I said, Lord, have mercy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why would you want to die and go to hell? Why? Don't you see the tragedies of the world? How many people, the wicked, people are dying out here. People are getting shot and killed. The soul ain't right. You're going to go to hell. <clears throat> now you sitting in hell, mad about the person that shot and killed you. you setting up, amen, wondering when, if, if, if they're going to come down to hell. You probably can't on, wait till they on, get preacher. down to hell. Amen, because you mad because you and they, they didn't took your life. All the things that you know and love and enjoy, your family, your friends, your job, your money, I don't know, whatever you own, your cars, your house, your jewelry, they didn't took you from what you know. Now you in hell. Lord, Woo. have mercy. Have mercy. Would you want to be on that losing side? Brother, I can't do it. Lord, I just can't. I'm so grateful to God every single day I wake up. Amen. I, I, I give God praise and glory, and I do what's called, well, what I call expressing gratitude. You know what yes. that is? That's the, that's the, one, the first thing I do every morning. I say, God, thank you for another blessed day. Thank you for my life, my, my soul, my health and strength. Most of all, thank you for saving my soul. So, A man that wasn't worthy. Thank you for my wife, children, family, friends, and loved ones. I thank you for my, my possessions. I thank you for my income. I thank you for me being able to be a blessing. Thank you for spiritual wisdom and knowledge. Every day I thank you for it. Most of all, yeah. I thank you for my mom and dad for leading me down the path yeah. and led me to salvation. And I'm so grateful for life. So every day, despite what's going on in my world, whether I got bills to pay, whether I'm current or past due, whether I ain't got enough money, whether the food is getting low, whether the money is getting low, amen, don't matter if I had a rough time at work, I'm still happy. I still got joy. That ain't got nothing to do with him and his possession. You know what that is? That's the Spirit of God. That's that agape love, the Spirit of God that's in me. That gives me joy. See, the devil can't steal your joy. I tell you all the time, no. don't let the devil steal your joy. Regardless of what you're going through, God, God say, I won't put no more on you than you can bear. Yeah, yeah. Family, don't you know that we're not going through the great tribulation? Don't you know that? Come on, come on. Lord have mercy. 
We're, We're not going, going through that tribulation. Amen. Let me share something with you real quick. Go ahead, before brother. I turn it over to the brother. No, you go ahead. Work with it. Amen. Amen. Let me share this with you. Amen. Revelation, the 12th chapter. 12th chapter. Got it. Amen. You know I'm old school. I have to turn through the books. Amen. And I want to share with you uh, what it says. Amen. Revelation 12, chapter, verse 7. It says, and there was war in heaven. Listen. Amen. So a lot of people think that they think this war has already happened. This war has not yet happened. Amen. Come on. Amen. It's not yet happened. God just kicked Satan out of heaven. But this war ain't happening. Right now, he's in what? Space. He's in the air. He's the prince of the air. He has freedom to roam between heaven and earth. The third heaven and earth. Meaning that he go anywhere in our earth. That's why you see aliens. He go anywhere in space. That's why you see alien ships. Come on, and throughout brother. the universe. And this is why they believe yeah. that there are over hundreds of thousands of species of humanoid species in the galaxy. Where did they get that from? How is that possible? Remember the fallen angels when they slept with women and they produced these beings? In the book of Enoch, it said that they produced monsters. Where monsters, did they get brother. aliens from and predators from? This is where they get this stuff from, from Lucifer and the fallen angels. And these beings are highly intelligent because they have, they have spiritual knowledge from heaven. They're able to travel the universe. They're able to travel through corridors, which are named, known as stargates and gates. Come and on, preacher. They can travel across the galaxy. It would take billions and billions and billions of years, which they ain't got, to get to one, one part of the universe to the other. But because they got specified knowledge, they can jump through galaxies and through different parts of the universe. They're not going to escape. They're not, they're not going to escape. Watch this. And said, there was one heaven, Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. Who is the dragon? Who is the dragon? And the dragon fought in his angels. This is Lucifer, the dragon, and his angels are the fallen angels, which are the angels that also decide to rebel with Lucifer against God. Come on, tell the Bible. Lord, have mercy. Watch what it says in verse 8. I like what it says at the beginning of verse 8. And prevailed not. That means they was unsuccessful. Thank God. Thank God Almighty. God said, yeah. I ain't got to lift a finger. God didn't have to lift a finger. He said, man, please, if I had to come off this throne, Michael, you and other angels, get them out of heaven. Amen. Get them Amen. out of here. Get them out of here. Get them out Amen. of here. Now, this is the second heaven. I want to make sure that's clear. He's already been kicked out of heaven itself, the third heaven, as Paul said, where he is, which is Yahweh, the heavenly father that sit upon the great white throne. He's already been kicked out of there. That's when Christ said, I beheld Lucifer, beheld Lucifer as lightning. Fall lightning. Amen. Lightning. I mean, he, hit the, he hit the ground so quick and so bad, God wasn't playing with him. Amen. He said, Amen, neither was this place found anymore in heaven. Amen. Amen. Said. And the great dragon was cast out. Oh. That old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. Yeah. He was cast out into the earth. And his Ooh. angels were cast out with him. Lord, have mercy. Watch this. 
Watch this. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength. Yeah. And the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ, for the accuser of our brethren is cast down. Which yeah. accuses them before our God day and night. Lord, I mercy. Look at that. Look at that. Amen. He was cast Amen, out what, into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Lord, have mercy. Yes, it is. And it's referring to him deceiving the whole world. Mm-hmm. In other words, what is he going to do? He's going to deceive preacher. the whole world in Revelation 13, chapter. He's gonna, but, but watch what the scripture said before I get to that. Verse 11 says, and they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. Ooh. And by the word of their testimony, and they love not the lies unto death, to the death. This is referring to the tribulational saints. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, now watch, watch what, amen. Watch what verse 12 says. It says, therefore rejoice, ye heavens. Amen. Come on. So now he's not even in the heavens no more. He's not the ruler of the, of the, of the galaxy no more. No. He's not the master of the universe. Yeah, y'all hear me? He's not the master of the universe no more. See, he wants to be a god. God said, "You ain't gonna be God up here." So God kicked him out of the third heaven. You ain't gonna be God. I am God. Amen. I'm gonna deal with you later with God. So I'm gonna deal with you. I'm gonna deal with you. You're gonna do something. I'm gonna deal with you. Come he on, kicked preacher. him out of heaven. So Lord knows how long he's been in the galaxy, ruling and cutting up. Amen. Amen. So now he's gonna be. Amen. Six thousand rules. Now he's gonna be kicked down to the earth. Now, watch this stuff, verse 12. Come on, go ahead. Ye heavens, and ye that dwell in them, woe to the inhabitants of the earth. And of the sea, for the devil has come down unto you, having great wrath. Now he's actually what? Here on hey. earth. Not just the prince of the earth no more. Not just the master of the universe and the galaxy. He has what? Come down on the earth. We know come that on. he's actually come down on the earth because why? Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea. To the devil, he don't, he don't want to come down to earth. You want to know why? He thinks the earth is ugly. He thinks the earth is terrible compared to where he came from. He came uh-huh. from where? Heaven. Come he don't on. Like, he, don't like, he don't like earth. He like, he like the galaxy, dark and what he created. Amen. Because he want to be like God. But he came from beauty. Amen. He's supposed to be beautiful. Amen. But we know he has an ugly spirit. Amen. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Now, Come on, preacher. Amen. He said, having great wrath because he knew it, that he had but a short time. Short time. Do you know what that short time means? See, a lot of people think this means that from the beginning of time. No, because 6,000 years by no stretch is a short time. Even though to an eternal being, 6,000 years is nothing. To God, 6,000 years is nothing because he's been in existence for all eternity. But to us that operate in time, 6,000 years is a long time. Long time. So we know that the verse is not referring to the 6,000-year period. What is it referring to? The last three and a half years. You hit it. Ooh, that's some deep stuff, brother. The last three and a half years is what? The time in Revelation 13 when he's going to come down. And he's going to enter into the end of the beast. The next chapter talks about he's going to enter into the beast. You got it. Amen. Because what, what does it say in Revelation 13 and 3? And I saw one of his heads as it were wounded to death. And his deadly wound was healed. And all the world wanted after the beast. And they worshiped the dragon 
Amen. You see what it says? And they worshiped the dragon, which gave power unto the beast. And they worshiped the beast, saying, Who is like unto the beast? Who is like unto the beast? To make war with him. That last three and a half years, he's going to be on earth. He, he, just, he just got beat up. He just, just got whooped again. Michael kicked yeah, him to the earth. So, yeah, so he's mad. So he sees the, he sees, he don't see the Antichrist. They're uh, dead, and he's going to enter into his body. And that's what's going to make the world wonder because what's going to happen? The Antichrist is going to all of a sudden get up. That mortal wound is going to be healed. How the way he's going to be wounded through the head? Scholars and theologians believe he may be shot. In the head, but we don't know. But all we know that Luce was going to enter into his body. And that's why, that's why if you look at the verse, it says, verse 4 says, and they worship the dragon. See, notice they didn't say the beast. They worship the beast. No. He's, no, he's not saying they worship the dragon, which gave power unto the beast. <laughs> they worship yeah. the beast, saying, amen, amen. Who is like unto the beast, who is able to make war with him. So now the dragon enters into the beast. In other words, he's going to be worse. Oh, my gosh. That last three come on, years come is going to be trouble. Now you see the mark of the beast. Because now Lucifer is in the Antichrist. He has become, yeah. they have become what? One. Lord, have mercy. You talking come about preacher. to not be on this earth. Brother, ma'am, I have to hand over to you. This is smoking hot. Smoking, smoking hot on the grill, smoking, brother. brother. Smoking, smoking hot on the grill on a hot Ooh, summer day in Texas, 112-degree heat. Brother, you yeah. better get ready, get ready, yeah, get ready, because you're coming ready. back. And you better be ready, because you don't want to be here when this take place. Take it away, brother. I'll be listening. All right. Go ahead, brother. Man, you set my soul on fire. You set my soul on fire. You got it right <laughs> on the head. You nailed that. You drove that in the wood. You drove that into Satan's heart because he is nothing <laughs> but an imitator, a liar, That's a it. backbiter. He's the one that hates God with a passion. He's the one that has been trying to get rid of God for the last 6,000 years or even more. When he was created, he got in his big messed up head thinking he was so beautiful that he could overthrow God Almighty and God dethroned him from heaven. He no longer can come to the presence of God in heaven. Mm. He's done. He's done. That's right. And yet people today believe and worship Satan as he is God because Satan has given them the life of pleasure. That's the only thing Satan has given them. With Jesus Christ can give you life eternal. And people don't want to live forever. They don't want to live forever because if they want to live forever with Jesus Christ, they will come to Jesus Christ and let him save them from his, save their soul from what? Sin. And the brother said something there at the beginning. He said, one thing God hates, he hates sin because sin is of the devil. And whoever sinneth is a child of the devil. If you sin deliberately and deny Jesus Christ, and use his name in vain and lie, cheat, steal, whoremonger. If you belong to a cult, if you're just a church member and you've never been redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ, you have never had a divine experience of the redemption power of Jesus Christ and his power of the resurrection, and you die, you are going to bust hell wide open. I don't care if you're a president. I don't care if you're a king. I don't care if you're black. I don't care if you're white. 
I don't care if you're poor. I don't care if you're rich. I don't care if you're well. You got a good moral life. That you're living a good, clean moral life. You must be born again because you're not going to get into heaven off with your good works. Lord have mercy. Because a lot of people think because they're cute, they're going to heaven. Some people think because they got money, they're going to heaven. But no sin, in no manner, in no way, is going to enter into the kingdom of God. It will be abomination. And in fact, if you will stop and think, if one sinner could just look at heaven and go on the outskirts of the gate and look at heaven in his sinful state, he would run and say, no, I can't take this. I can't take the holiness of God. I can't take the righteousness of God. I can't love nobody in heaven. I, I don't have the love of God in my heart. I don't love mankind. If you don't love your fellow brothers with the love of God in your heart, you're going to buzz hell wide open because the only genuine love that you can receive is from God Almighty. Now, the devil, got a, 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 he's got a, a love, you know, love of money, love of the world, love of sex, love of homosexuality. You love that. You love your mama. You love your daddy. You love your sister, your brother. But that's not God's love. That's human love. But to have human love, you cannot go to heaven with human love. You've got to have what? The love of God has to be in your heart through one way, one way. You can receive the love of Jesus Christ, and that is by his birth, by his miracles, by his suffering, by his death, by his resurrection, and by him coming back again. The Bible says, whoever believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Whoever believeth not, listen to what I'm saying, whoever believeth not shall be damned. In other words, if you leave this world without accepting Jesus Christ and believe that he is the Savior of the world and believe that his blood can save you from your sin, you will die in your sin, and you can't go down to the local uh, grocery store, you can't go to the bank, and you can't go to nobody and tell them, say, look, I want to pay for my sin. No, they're going to tell you, no, you can't pay for your sin. Ain't no price in sin. They're going to ask you if you know anything about the blood of Jesus Christ. The only thing you can say, the only way that you can get your sins paid for is Jesus Christ. And the devil says, no, don't go that way. If you go that way, I'm going to lose a soul. And what the devil hates, every time a soul comes to Christ, the devil gets angry and angry and angry and angry and angry and angry until he is raising hell everywhere now. He knows he had a short time. And the brother brought that out so clear that the, the last three and one half years is going to be 1,260 days, 42 months. It's going to be a time like never before. It's going to be so bad that you ain't going to be able to sleep at night. You ain't going to be able to go to the bank. You ain't going to be able to buy a sale. You ain't going to be able to have no friends because anybody that knows that you will make a stand for Christ during the last part of the tribulation period, they're going to report you to the board of the ICA and the FBI, and they're going to arrest you <laughs> because this brother said something that this devil is going to incarnate this Antichrist. He's going to incarnate a human being. He's going to uh, incarnate the Antichrist that's going to come on the scene real soon. 
when he come on the scene, he's going to tell the world. The first three and one half years, he's going to put on a big act. He's going to make like he is the savior of the world, that he come for peace, that he's going to change the world, that he's going to give Jerusalem a, 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 a place for the Jews to have. He's going to give the Jews permission to rebuild the temple. He's going to give the Jews permission to bring the old sacrificial offerings back, and the Jews are going to believe. They are going to believe that this man is actually Jesus Christ. And these things that can possess you, these demons that came from the fallen angels that cohabitated, they cohabitated with the human race, and they begot cyborgs. They forgot Nephilim. Nephilim were giants, and these giants took control of the earth and the population of the earth, and they did anything they wanted to do. They had sex with animals. They had sex with women. They had sex with men. They had sex with anything that they could have sex, and they became so vile, so wicked, so abominable that God looked down from heaven in the sixth chapter of Genesis. He looked down from heaven and saw the evil of man. Let's see how bad it was during the time of Noah. In the sixth chapter of Genesis, it reads like this. The sixth chapter of Genesis, it reads in the sixth verse. It says this. Amen. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. We are in a time just like it was in the times of Noah. And here, here how it was in the time of Noah. It says this. It says in the fifth verse, and God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination, you hear what I'm saying? Every imagination, you couldn't, you couldn't imagine beyond the imagination what was going on. The imagination of the thought of his heart was only evil continually. Look at our generation now. Evil continually, 24-7, 52 weeks in a year, 365 days in a year. Look at the decades. Look at the, look at the millennium. Look at the uh, uh, century. Man has been continually evil, evil for 6,000 years, evil, morning, noon, night. Daytime, evening time, nighttime, noontime, evil, wicked, killing, murdering, baby harvesting, homosexuality. Look at it. Look at the world. I wish you would look at it and examine it because it's only evil. You can't turn on your TV set unless you have evil movement. You can't even hardly go to church anymore when somebody got an evil thought, doing evil things, thinking evil. You can't even hear the word of God hardly anymore because people are speaking evil of the word of God. They're denying the word of God. They're denying the cross. They're denying the blood and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Evil. They're wicked. And guess what? It says here, it was great, and it's great today. Men, young people, gone crazy, wicked music, wicked attitude, gambling, lying, cheating, backbiting, Ooh, incest, incest, meaning the family is having sex with each other, the mama with the son and the son with the daughter. It's evil, wicked. The devil. 
trouble and ruin, and he's chilling, and he's murdering, and he is saying now, you know what this, you know what Satan is saying? Let me show you what he's saying. This is what the devil's saying. Amen. This is what the devil is saying today in Second Peter. Let's see what Second Peter has to say. What Satan is saying today in our world. Listen. In Second Peter, it says this. All right, Second Peter, first chapter. First chapter, it says this. But there were false prophets also among the people. Even there shall be false teachers among you who probably shall bring damnable hearsays, even denying the Lord that brought them and bring upon themselves swift destruction. And many people shall follow their penurious ways, reason by the reason of the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. And through covetousness shall they refrain love, refrain words, make merchandise of those whose judgment now of a long time lingers not, and their damnation slumbers not. For if God spared not the angels that sin, but cast down into hell and delivered them into the chain of darkness to reserve unto judgment, and spared not the old world, but saved Noah and eight persons, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood up on the world of the ungodly. And Jesus Christ said 2,000 years ago, listen to what I'm saying. Now, I've only been here at least 78 years. i only been on this earth 78 years. And when I was born, I was born in sin, shifting iniquity. Sin was already here. Sin is still going on in the world. And it's going to go on until Jesus Christ comes. But listen to me. And he said, God spared not the angels that sin. So God, ain't gonna, if he didn't spare the angels, where do you think you are? If you sin against God, God is not going to spare you. He wants to spare you. And the only way that he can spare you, come on now. You've got to talk to Jesus Christ. Because Jesus Christ is the only way that a man can get his sins forgiven. The only man, the only man that can be righteous is Jesus Christ, and he can make you righteous through what? His blood. And he said, and spared not the old world, but say Noah, the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood upon the world of what? The ungodly. The ungodly people of the world perished in the days of Noah. The devil is busy. He knows what's getting ready to happen to this planet. He knows what's getting ready to happen to him. He knows that he only got about a short time. He knows that he's got a plan right now, getting ready to set the table for the tribulation period. And the tribulation period is almost here. The only thing that's holding back the tribulation period is the born-again believers, sanctified, redeemed souls that have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And ain't no denomination, listen to me, ain't no denomination going to heaven. So if you're going to heaven, trying to go to heaven on your denomination, you'll never make it. You hear what I said? I wasn't born a Baptist, but I was in the Baptist Reformation. And because I was in the Baptist Reformation, that don't mean I'm going to heaven. 
Presbyterian, Catholic, Voodoo, Voodoo, Scientology, Islam, all these man-made religions stinks before the nostril of God Almighty. The only sweet smell and savor that God is pleased with is when he gave his soul, gave his body, gave his spirit up to the sinners and to the liars and let him be crucified, hung on Calvary's cross, hung up there for nine long hours from nine o'clock in the morning to three o'clock in the afternoon, and they nailed him, they revved him, they cursed him, they denied him, they talked about him, they embarrassed him, and he said, Father, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing. And he said, I want to do something that nobody else can do. I'm going to come back out of the grave with all power in heaven and earth in my hand. And when I come back out of the grave of the power of God, I'm going to be able to say, 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 say to the utmost. I can say the drunkard. I can say the liar. I can say the homosexual. I can say the lesbianism. I can say the sex maniac. I can say the killer. I can say the murderer. I can say... I can save the sinner man by my blood because the soul is in the blood and without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. So what I'm trying to tell you this afternoon, if you die tonight without being changed by the blood of Jesus Christ, without repenting of your sins and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and your lights are going to be put out tonight, well, the next time you wake up, you're going to lift your eyes up in hell. Oh, Pastor Bazaar, that sounds so crude. No, that ain't crude. That ain't crude. That's God's mercy trying to tell you, come on and get saved. Yes, you've been going to church for years. You've been singing in the choir. You was even a secretary of the uh, 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 deacon board or whatever. You was always the doorkeeper. You was a janitor of the church. You was up in the high class. You sat in the pulpit. You did a lot of good things, but one thing about it, one thing about it, there's a lot of people going and hobeying their way to hell through the church, through going through the front door, to the side door, to the, to the basement door. They're just going through the church. They're going through the motion, but they have never been born again. And the Bible says, Jesus Christ told Nicodemus, except the man be born of the water and of the spirit, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And Satan knows that. Satan terrified of that. He's terrified. He don't want you to come to the cross. He wants you to become a member. He wants you to be baptized. He wants you to say maybe speak in tongues. He maybe wants you to dress right. He maybe wants you to have all the semi-attributes of being a Christian, but you have never experienced the power of the love of God. When the love of God comes into your life through the shed blood of Jesus Christ, you love everybody. You love everybody. Let me tell you, you love everybody. I don't care who it is. And the world today, He's doing every imagination of their thoughts. We got a system now that's going to bombard our system and our world pretty soon, and it's called AI, artificial intelligence. 
And they tell me they make it robust, they make it female robust, they make it children robust, they make it male robust, and they make it women now that you can have sex with a robot called a humanoid. They say you can go to bed with her and she'll give you a thrill on Blueberry Hill and she can talk to you real good. And they tell me the women are in danger now because if the wife don't act right, the man will go down there and buy him a $1,000 robot and take it home and plug it in the wall and go to bed with her. This is kind of world we living in. We living in a sick, 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 sick society. And every imagination of man's thought is coming up before the nostrils of God. And I can let you know right now, God is getting tired of man rebucking him and spitting at him and cursing at him. God is tired of church members playing a hypocrite. He's tired of preachers preaching prosperity. He's tired of folks messing around and trying to pimp God. God is nobody to be pimped. Jezebel tried to pimp God, and she got pimped right on the right on the ground. They threw her off a ban off the banisters, and her her body hit the wall and splattered blood against the wall and hit the ground. And the chariot rolled over her. And they tell me the dogs, the hound dogs, came and licked her blood and ate everything except her head, two hands, and her feet. God don't play, and He's not playing with the false church. The false church is consisted of who? Lucifer. The brother just talked about Lucifer, lying sucker. Amen. He's no good. He hates Christians. He hates born-again believers. He hates everybody. He hates himself. And he knows that hell is going to be his home forever, and he's yet to go there because before he goes to hell, he's going to be put in the bottomless pit. And he's going to be there for 1,000 years. God going to shut him down. Hallelujah. God going to shut him down for 1,000 years. Hallelujah. I say it again. And tell me Jesus Christ is going to rule and reign on this earth from Jerusalem, and he's going to do it for 1,000 years. And 1,000 years will last 1,000 years. And 1,000 years there will be nothing but peace, joy. They tell me the animals going to be changed, the the, the, the uh, uh, the atmosphere is going to be changed. Everything is going to be changed. Men will be able to be ruled under Jesus Christ because Jesus Christ is going to be the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and the devil will be bound so he will have no parts, no parts of the millennium reign. God going to cut him down, shut him down, and beat him down. He's going to smash his head, and if you don't want your head smashed, you better come on to the cross. Brothers and sisters, come on to the cross. Young man, come on to the cross. This is Brother Bazaar telling you the truth. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not shucking and jiving you. I'm not trying to get nothing from you. The only thing I want from you is to give your heart to Jesus Christ because I do not. Oh, I have no desire in my heart for anybody to go to hell, especially you that's listening. Don't go to hell. And you say, well, I don't go to church and I don't do this. Well, it's going to take more than going to church to get to heaven. It's going to take you going to Jesus Christ right there where you at. Right there where you at. You can accept Jesus Christ on this radio right now. And I'm not asking you to send me no money. I'm not asking you to do nothing but pray for me, that I can speak to your heart to let you know. I don't care how old you are. I don't care if you're white or black. I don't care if you're poor or rich. Please, please think about your soul. 
What's going to happen to you after you die? And what are you doing about your soul now to prepare yourself to meet the everlasting God? Because there's two things. Either you love him or you hate him. And you can't love and hate at the same time. And Jesus Christ loved you so much. Oh, yes, he did. He loved you with an everlasting love. But that everlasting love is going to run out because grace is coming to the end. We're living in the grace age now. The grace age. But the grace age is going to gradually end coming up with the rapture of the church. The church now is preaching the gospel of grace. The 144,000 will preach the gospel of the kingdom. And the two witnesses will preach the gospel of the kingdom. In other words, the grace period is gradually fading away. And the grace age will be over at the second coming of Jesus Christ. Uh, get this right now. The grace will end. In other words, when Christ busts the sky open, grace will be done. If you say by grace through faith, you will enter the millennium reign. But if you have rejected Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you cannot get saved after Christ split the sky. That's why the Bible says, whoever is filthy, let him be filthy still. Whoever is unholy, let him be unholy still. Whoever is righteous, let him be righteous still. In other words, don't try to change when Christ opened up the sky. When he opened up the sky, he will be coming back with the church. That's why don't you believe nobody telling you that the church will go through the rapture. They are white, black, devil, lie. The church will not go through the tribulation period. It will be excommunicated from the presence of the Antichrist and the presence of the wrath of God because God is going to pour out 28 judgments upon this planet. Did you hear what I said? 28 judgments is going to come upon this planet. There's going to be seven seals open, the four horses of apocalypse, the seal of the martyr of the tribulation saints. There's going to be seven seals that open. There's going to be a seal open. There's going to be silence in heaven. There's going to be seven trumpets, seven vows, seven claps of thunder, 28 judgments going to fall on this planet. And we see now a prelude of the judgment that's going to happen in Revelation. We see fire. We see hailstone. We see storm. We see earthquakes. We see everything in a prelude of what's going to happen during the seven-year tribulation. The seven-year tribulation, thank God for the Jewish people. I love the Jew. I support the Jew. I pray for the Jew that they be saved and Israel be saved. I thank God that he used Abraham from the beginning to the end to bring Jesus Christ into, woo, not existence, but bring him into the world 
through the faith that Abraham had. And Abraham had so much faith that God told Abraham, out of you, out of you, I'm going to bring forth a nation that will obey. Although Israel hasn't obeyed, but there's a remnant of God's people in, in the Jewish remnant, amen, that was able to get Christ here on time. And when he was born, he was born in Bethlehem and of Judea, and he came from the tribe of Judah, and he stayed on this earth for 33 and one half years, and he was a Jew. And a lot of me said, was he white? Was he black? Was he yellow? Was he green? I don't care what color Jesus was. Let me tell you something, but I know one thing, he was a Jew. And if he was Jew, that's what I'm going to accept. What's the difference if he's white or black? It's not the color of the skin. He is what Jesus does. He brought salvation. He was God Almighty. And by him being God Almighty, he came down here to the Jewish race so that he could be what? Human. That he would be born sinless. How is that? Because Mary was a Jewish. Joseph was his earthly father. But Joseph did not birth Jesus Christ. It was God that was manifested in the flesh in Mary's womb, stayed in her womb for nine months, came out, born in Bethlehem of Judea, from the tribe of Judah, offspring of David, stayed on this earth 33 one half years. And what he did, if you can name me somebody else, come on now, if you can name me somebody else that did what Jesus Christ done, and being God, being another God, show him to me. There's only one God, one, capital O-N-E, one true living God. There are many gods known as Nephilims, fallen angels, cyborgs, wicked spirits, devils, demons. These entities are ancient. They're old as dirt. They're old and they're ancient and they're wicked. They've been here longer than I have, you have, and been here longer than any human being, and now they know all the tricks and corners, and now we are in an area where the brother said that devil is going out, roaring like a lion, and you're going to hear more killings, more earthquakes, and it's going to get bad. Wars is coming. War is coming. The table's been set. There's a war coming called Gog and Magog, found in the 38th and 39th chapter of Ezekiel. I went over this before. I'm going to go over it again. Gog and Magog, Meshach and Tubal, there's a war coming. World War III. Russia needs material. Russia needs food. Russia needs a lot of things, and guess what Russia's planning to do? You might not see it, but it's coming, because the Bible says it. The Bible says, Gog and Meshach and Tubal shall come down from the northern parts of Moscow, and they're going to bring five other nations with them. They're going to bring Iraq. They're going to bring Ethiopia. They're going to bring Tokemar. They're going to bring Germany. They're going to bring Persia. They're going to bring Syria, they're going to bring these nations, and they're going to gather on the holy mountain of Israel pretty soon because the table's been set. The devil is setting the table. The devil knows that if he's going to 
tried to conquer the world, he's got to get three things in his power, in his hand. He's got to get the religious world, he's got to get the political world, and he's got to get the economical world. And Satan says through this Antichrist, I'm going to be able to control three major economical systems, politically, financially, and religious. He knows that he has to be the head of the European common market. He knows that he's trying to get the one world government. Satan is working through the human race. All the stuff that you see going in the, on today that's rotten, stinking, low-down, Hollywood, all this shit, homosexual, all this prostitution, all this pornography is a devil originator. I wish y'all could get that through your thick heads. Amen. Quit trying to fool around talking about, well, I'm going to have a good time. You, you're doing the devil's work up and down, gambling, wife swapping, all this stuff is going up in some of these churches. Men preaching the gospel for money, going materialistic crazy, buying cars and houses and women, and going from here to there, talking about they traveling, preaching the gospel. They're preaching nothing but lies. And if you believe them, you're going to hell with them. Because Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man can get to the Father except to come by Christ. And if you don't come by Jesus Christ and get your soul saved, you better pack your matches. You better pack your wood. You better pack all the coal you can get because hell's going to be your home. And I'm not saying that in anger. I'm saying that is a warning, a warning. Turn from your wicked ways. I don't have a 40-piece choir to sing a song to you. I don't have a time for you to shout. But let me tell you, I want to see you shout when you tell somebody I've been born again. If you've been born again, you're going to have something to shout about. Woo! Because the world didn't give it to me, and the world can't take it away. My friend, we're living in the last days. We're living in a time where there's three more feast days to be fulfilled. Gentiles don't know nothing too much about this. Only the Jews is familiar with the seven feast days that's getting ready to take place. Four feast days have already been fulfilled. You hear what I said? Four of them have been fulfilled on time. On time. The feast of the Passover has been fulfilled. The feast of the unleavened bread has been fulfilled on time. The feast of first fruit, the resurrection of Jesus Christ, has been fulfilled. The day of Pentecost has been fulfilled. These are all spring feast days. 23rd chapter of Leviticus, you will read about these feast days. And God is an on-time God. He don't make no mistake, and he don't go to church and be late. We go to church. We late. You see, God is already at the church, and we be late. Well, God is not late on this feast day. He's on time. The last three, the last three feast days are getting ready to be fulfilled. And it's going to take seven years for all three of them to be fulfilled. 
This is coming what I'm saying. The last three will be fulfilled in the last seven years. The day of Pentecost was the birth of the church. The birth of the church, the people was filled with the Holy Ghost, and they began to speak with other tongues, and they went out preaching the gospel, and they preached to the utmost parts of the earth, and since they preached the gospel for the last, what, 2,000 years, the Jews rejected Jesus Christ, and Jesus Christ said, I'm going to the Gentiles and cut off the Jews. And I'm going to engraft the Gentiles. That's the church. The church has been engrafted all the way up to 2023. They was grafted in back in the time of the day of Pentecost. Within 13 years, the Gentiles was grafted in. And majority of the church today is consisted of Gentile nations. And God said, I'm cutting the Jews off. And But at the end of time, the end of time, I'm going to graft them back in. And when I grab them back in, they're going to be in the land. They're going to be ready for the Antichrist. They're going to be ready to build a temple. That's what they're getting ready to do now. They're getting ready for the red heifers. Euphrates River is getting ready to dry up. The kings of the east is preparing to come across the Euphrates River. Everything is signing up. There's a song that says, sign me up to the gospel jubilee. Come on, sign me up. Because I know what the Bible says. And I didn't get no crystal ball. I didn't go to no witch. I didn't go to no voodoo or hoodoo. I read straight from the word of God. And it says in the last days, just before Christ comes, the Euphrates River will dry up to rock bottom. And it's drying up now. And they tell me within the next seven years, it will be bone dry. And the next seven years will put you in 2030. You hear what I'm saying? And since it's 2023, you got seven years before you hit 2030. And when you hit 2030, the Euphrates will dry up and Jerusalem will be in, under prophecy with the two witnesses. Moses and Elijah will prophesy the last three and one half years. It will be televised around the world. 600 satellites circles the earth right now, and they are preaching propaganda, and the gospel is being preached at the same time, and Satan would like to shut the gospel down, but he can't shut it down because Jesus Christ said, before I come back, the whole world is going to hear the gospel. And guess what? They're going to hear the gospel in the last three and one half years because 144,000 is going to preach for 1,260 days and the two witnesses are going to preach for 1,260 days and, four, and three angels are going to preach at the last part of the tribulation and the Antichrist is going to try to stop it, but they can't stop it because the devil said, I can't take it, I can't take it. He's going to start crying and with no tears. He's going to start beating himself up. He's going to start raving mad because God got the victory. Through Jesus Christ. So what you talking about? You think you got a lot of time left? You don't. You ain't got a lot of time. So what these three last trumpets, these three last three days, what are their names? The fifth feast day. Feast of trumpets. Feast of trumpets have never been fulfilled, but the Jews have been blowing this trumpet 
ever since Mount Sinai. They've been blowing this trumpet during the month of September. Every September, they blow this trumpet, and they know more about it than the Gentiles. They know more about it than I do. But I know when they get ready for the Feast of Rosh Hashanah, that's the Feast of Trumpet. That is the fifth feast day that's going to be on time. But I'm not saying this. I'm not no day, no hour. I'm not no uh, predictor. But this is the month of September is the month of Rosh Hashanah where trumpets will be blown. And trumpet means repentance, a day of judgment, a day of awe. And when the rapture occurs, it's going to be the day of judgment, the day of awe. That's when the church will be caught up to meet the Lord in the air, headed for the judgment seat of Christ to be judged for their works. Good God Almighty, that's the Feast of Trumpets. That's Rosh Hashanah. Look out, September. Look out, September, because September is the harvesting month. That's when you bring in your food. That's when Jesus Christ is going to harvest the church. That's when all born-again believers, whether you're dead or alive, the Bible says the Lord Jesus Christ shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voices of archangels and the dead, and Christ shall rise, and we that remain alive shall be called to meet the Lord in air. In a moment of a twinkling of an eye, I'm out of here. I'm out of here like a jet. I'm out of here like a rocket. I'm going to meet the Lord. I'm going to see Jesus. And in fact, I'm not tired of living. I'm not tired of living. I'm not tired of living for the Lord. I'm not tired of preaching. But I'm tired of this old world. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it because the way people are treating God Almighty, I'm tired. I mistreated the Lord. I said, Lord, forgive me. I don't want to mistreat you. You're too good. You're so loving. You're so kind. You're so merciful. Lord, forgive me. The Feast of Trumpets, September 15, 16, and 17. The, the, the Jews will blow the sofar. And if the sofar go in sequences with the sofar in heaven, there's going to be a catching up. If it don't happen, we have to go another year. We have to go another year for next September. Because it won't happen during the time out of season. It will happen in seasons. Because God is a God of seasons. So look out. Get ready, church. Come on, church. Quit having a form of godless and ain't got no power. Come on, preacher. Go on into Revelation. Ask the Lord to, in, ask the Lord to encourage you. And ask the Lord to reveal to you what's in the word. After the Feast of Trumpets, what do we have then? We got the Feast of Yom Kippur. Feast of Trumpets represent rapture. Feast of Yom Kippur represent the second coming of Jesus Christ. Yom Kippur represent the return of Jesus Christ to the earth. That's the Feast of Yom Kippur. It will happen between September and October. It won't happen this year. It'll happen at the end of the last year in October when Christ spit the sky. That's young poor. That has not been fulfilled. Trumpets have not been fulfilled, but it's on its way. One of these mornings, 
and it won't be long. You're going to look for me, and I'm going to be gone. When I get to heaven, I'm going to sing and shout. And Lord, Lord knows ain't nobody be able to put me out. So we got Feast of Trumpets to be fulfilled, Feast of Yom Kippur, second coming of Jesus Christ. After Jesus Christ comes, there's going to be another feast that has to be fulfilled. That's the Feast of Tabernacles. Feast of Tabernacles represent what? It represents the millennium reign. The millennium reign of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. When Christ comes back, he's going to take old Lucifer, Slewfoot, devils, every devil, every cohort, every demon, every Nephilim, every flying UFOs and demonologists, all these demons will be bound in the bottomless pit for 1,000 years. Satan will not touch this earth for 1,000 years and won't have no dealing with the human race for 1,000 years because God's going to bound him up for a thousand years that he will not be in God's business for a thousand years, but after the thousand years is up, he will be set loose for a little while. Why? There's one more test man has to go through, and that test is to convince the human race, convince the angels, convince every being, every cherubim, every seraphim, that there's one sin that you cannot blame on the Slewfoot devil. You cannot blame unbelief on the devil. Why? Because the devil believes and he trembles at the name of Jesus. But man, under the millennium reign, Satan will be bound. Jesus Christ will be on this earth. Men will repopulate the earth for a 1,000 years. They will live like 100 years, 200 years, 300 years. They'll live 700 years. They'll live a long time to repopulate the earth. And Jesus Christ will be here ruling and reigning with the saints of God. And after the rule and reign, those that got saved during the millennium reign will go into eternity. And those that reject and believing that this Christ that will be sitting in the temple with the nail prints in his hand and in his feet, they still will not believe that he's the son of God. They will be overtaken by Lucifer, and Lucifer gather them around the city for the last battle of the century of eternity, and that's called the last battle of Gog and Magog, and they will be burned alive. God's going to rain fire out of heaven and burn the whole crew that came to the millennium, but they never received Christ. So listen, if you die and go to hell, it won't be over fornication, it won't be over lying, it won't be over drugs, it won't be over homosexual, it won't be over the moral sins that you're going to hell. You'll be going to hell because, number one, the number one reason, and more people, and only these people will go to hell. Those that reject and renege and deny the crucifixion of Jesus Christ and the resurrection of Jesus Christ and his saving power to save your soul from sin, 
When you stay in your sin, then you rebuke the love and kindness and long-suffering that Jesus Christ done for you, and you tell the Lord, the hell with this stuff. I don't want it, don't need it. Guess what? You are going to bust hell open. Why? Because you reject the only atonement for your sins. It ain't going to be the Pope. It ain't going to be the preacher. It ain't going to be T. Jakes. It ain't going to be Billy Graham. It ain't going to be none of those preachers. It ain't going to be able to save you for nothing because it's going to take the blood of Jesus Christ, your mama, your daddy, your sister. Ooh-wee. You're going to have to come to Jesus Christ. The devil is out to get you, and he's working on you right now. And as you go to bed tonight, you ought to give a second thought. Am I saved? Have I accepted Jesus Christ as my Savior? Do I hate sin? Have I turned away from sin? Do I hate the stuff that I do? Do I Have I repented and, and, and being sorry towards God? Because God is a holy God. He cannot take sin. He can't take it. He can't take it. He can't compromise with it. He can't pet it. No, he can't do it. And the only thing that can do it, wash you from all your sins, is the blood. The blood of Christ. The only way. Pope can't do it. Carla can't do it. Mama can't do it. Sister can't do it. Jackpot Lotto can't do it. Peter can't do it. Pope can't do it. Nobody can do it but Christ. Apostle Paul told us what to do. Apostle Paul said in Romans 10 and 9. Romans 10 and 9 says this. And it's been in the Bible ever since it's been written. And it hasn't changed one bit. Romans 10 and 9. If thou that if thou confess with thy mouth. Come on, open that mouth up. Confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, Lord God Almighty, the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. S-A-V-E-D, just like that. For with the heart man believeth into righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture said, who shall ever believe it on him shall not be ashamed. You will not be ashamed when you accept Jesus Christ. You will not be ashamed when you accept Jesus Christ. If you're ashamed of Jesus Christ, most likely you ain't saved. If you haven't repented and asked God, I'm sorry for being what I am, I wouldn't ask to be born like this. This is because of the fall of Adam and Eve. Sin was inbred in me through Adam. And ever since then, every man, woman, boy, girl, black or white, yellow, green, whatever, was born in sin and shaped in iniquity. And I know that you came all the way down from the portals of glory who knew no sin but became sin. You became everything I was, liar, cheat, or mother, prostitute. You became exactly what I was, and you took my sin and nailed them to the cross, 
and come up from the grave with all power and heaven and earth in your hand, and now you're able to save us to the utmost. Come on, Lord Jesus. Come on, Lord Jesus. Come on, Lord Jesus, right now. Because I know time is running out. Time is running out. The Antichrist, listen to me. The Antichrist is here on the earth now. This is Brother Bazaar talking. I didn't make this up. I've been in the word of God for a long time. I was saved at nine years old. I was called to preach at the age 21. I've been preaching this word for 50, almost 58 years, so I know what I'm talking about. I'm talking the word of God. I ain't make this stuff up. I didn't think this stuff up. The Antichrist is here on the earth, alive. And right now he has a position. And the position is found in Western Europe. Western Europe? What's in Western Europe? The 10 European common market nations, NATO, is in Europe. And he will become the head of the 10 crowns, the 10 horns, the 10 toes, and the 10 kings. He's alive today. He is 55 years old. He will be 56 years old January the 30th, 2024. He is married and has two daughters. He has two daughters, and he is the son of the late Juan Carlos. Juan Carlos is the father of the Antichrist. He is six foot six, a four-star general. He's been to four academy schools. He knows ten languages. He belongs to the Illuminati, the secret societies, the Freemasons. He belongs to all the secret societies, speaks in all those occult religions. He's a Catholic. He's a Catholic, and he rules Spain now. He is the king of Spain. I double dare you to get on your YouTube and find out his name and who's the king of Spain. Some people said it was King Charles. King Charles too old. He's too old. There's no other king other than King Felipe the son of Juan Carlos. His father is still living. Juan Carlos was trained by Generalissimo Franco, 1931 to 1975. And he ruled Spain until that time, and Juan Carlos took over from 1975 and 2000 to 2014. 2014, Juan Carlos gave the throne to his son because he was too old, and he was feeble, and so they gave it to him, and they made no big publicity of it. Why? Because the devil is doing it undercover. Undercover. The devil is doing it undercover. And now, if you will search YouTube, I'm telling you this for experience. Search YouTube. His name is King Philip. He got six letters in his name. Stands six foot six. He holds the throne right now. And the Jews considered him as being the king of Jerusalem. His father, 
to be the king of Jerusalem. They had coronated him back there in the 70s. And when he got old enough, guess what he did? 